two very quick orders of business before we get into this episode. First of all, all the audio in the introduction and the interview was recorded before COVID-19 hit America. So that's why it kind of has a different tone than what you might be used to from media created after COVID-19 hit. Second of all, this episode is split into two parts. So you will be getting the second half of this interview on Thursday, and we hope that you will enjoy both halves of this interview. Thank you so much for listening. Drops. Good morning. I've been longing to have you home And I'm so glad to look around And you're still there Hello dudes, dudettes, duders, and everyone in between, and welcome to The Hollywood Fishbowl. I am and can only be your co-host, co-ghost with the co-most, Jesse Kester. I am joined, as always, by the one, the only, the illustrious... Swinky, hi. Welcome to the program, darling. How have you been? Welcome you, Pew, Thank and welcome you. our listeners. Hi. Each Thank and you, every everybody. last one of them. Mm-hmm. We welcome you personally to this show. Yes. Thank you for joining. New and old. And everything in between. Mm-hmm. And everyone in between. And, and everyone in between. Yes. Oh my. How have you, I heard a nice story about a baby who was crying. And I then, love stories about crying babies. <laughs> They're all nice in my and book. And then our podcast came on, and mm-hmm. the, the the baby was soothed by the, the intro music and our, our, our speaking. Well, well, well. And the baby calmed down, and the mother was able to drive in peace while listening to the podcast. So, yeah, we bring joy to all Yeah, humans, we bring joy. It's just old. what we do. It's, <laughs> I don't. I don't really try to bring new joy, and but old, new and old, we are bringing joy to new and old. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and and um, so what's going on, Pew? Uh, what's going on? I'm working on a screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going well. You, you remember? I swear to God, I'm going to talk well on this show. So, what's going on, Pew? Um, the, the do you remember Blood Simple, the Coen Brothers film? Oh my! Which was that? That was the one where there was the bar, and there was the money in the bar, and there was the Texas, oh! the big old Texas guy. Wait, yeah, I remember that one. And there was the car, they'd drive down the road and the, it had no, it was not a through road, so they'd have to turn around and then <laughs> they'd drive back. I remember that. Yes. I remember that. All right, do you remember Fargo? Fargo, yes. Is it the one with the pregnant lady? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. Francis McDormand is, is pregnant in that one. Uh-huh. And, the, and there's the, uh, Steve Buscemi and the other guy kill... Like there's a murder plot uh-huh. and William H. Macy is a car dealer mm. and it's chaos, 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 wow, chaos. A lot happens. I just remember at the end she's pregnant and she's in bed eating crisps or something with her, yep, her yep, husband. Yep, talking mm-hmm. about like what kind of world are we bringing this and child have into. And weird accents. Yeah. I mean, unusual <laughs> accents. It's the defining trait of Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, I'm going to try this joke on. I don't think you're going to get it or anyone will like it on the planet, but mm-hmm. um, here we go. You ready? I'm ready, baby. So you know what I said to him? What did you say? I said, hey, Fargo, fuck yourself. I've heard that before. <laughs> did you not see Argo with Ben Affleck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Argo. <laughs> yeah, they say, you know what I said? Anyway. 
actually, when you mentioned Fargo, I have to, when going through the mental Rolodex of movies mm-hmm. I may or may have. The mental Rolodex? The Molodex? Oh, yes. The mel- Melodex. The Melodex. Of, of movies I may or may not have watched. Mm-hmm. I, I first think of Argo because I think of Argo. Um, bleep yourself? Bleep yourself, yes. yes. So you know what I said to him? I said, hey, Fargo. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so you've seen Blood Simple. You've seen uh, yes. Fargo. Yes. Same I've team. I've seen them all. You've seen every all film ever Everyone. made. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little bit of thing. What? Do you remember uh, in, in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet when mm. Romeo goes to the apothecary to mm. get the poison that's going to kill him? Mm-hmm. You remember there's a like, crusty, overweight old man there? Mm-hmm. That was the Texan from Blood Simple. That is the Texan from Blood Simple. Yes. Yeah. The, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. That's where I recognized him from. I I knew, I knew we recognized it, but yes. I, I had to look it up later. Yeah. Um, anyway, when you watch Blood Simple, you're like, ah, there's just enough movie here to fill out this movie. It's fun to watch while it's happening. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Fargo, you get this feeling that they're like in a mad panic to get all the movie in before the movie runs Ends, out. There's yeah. so much to do and mm-hmm. there's so much happening and all this chaos weaving. Mm-hmm. Um, the script I'm working on, I'm I'm really trying to make it feel more like Fargo than Blood Simple, where oh, it's like... Okay. Like, how are we ever going to keep up with all this stuff that has to happen? Yes. Um, ah. Pew, you're really, you're really getting me excited about your squeeze. I hope it works. I really hope it works. I'm at 60 pages right now. That's really good. Target For me, my target on a first draft is 80. If I mm-hmm. get to 90 on the first draft. You're I, almost there. You're more than halfway there. You yeah. can do this, Pew. I believe in you. I think it'll work, but uh, we'll see if it has that momentum mm. that, f- that, hey, Fargo Bleep Yourself has. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, I'll write another script afterwards. It's even better. Mm. Uh, none of that has anything to do with our no, guest actually, today. I think it has everything to do with our guest I today stand because, corrected. because our guest has lived such a full life and so much has happened in his life Yes, that he's every time, I mean, not every time, but when he does get the chance to talk about it and, and if he's comfortable and the conversation is free flowing, Yes. He has stories for days. And Get ready for things- Fargo levels of plot oh, in yeah. this episode. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All we need to no do is- No blood, simple J. John. You just, no blood, simple J. John at all. You ask him one question, he will answer that question, and he will answer every other question that would have arisen from that. Yes. The answer of that one question. So, J. John. Now I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. J. John? We hear J. John on this program every day. This must be Jesse John Kester, who no, is the guest. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. There is one other J. John in Los Angeles. Yes, and we, we found him. We found him. We actively sought out another. <laughs> well, actually, I found him. Yes, you did. And and <laughs> actually, actually, he is the premier J. John. I have been J.J. I've mm-hmm. been Jesse. I have never been J. John. No, and you've never even been John, right? No, no, nobody calls mm. me John. Nobody calls you John ever. Because your dad is John. Yeah. Hi, Father Jesse. Hello. How you doing? I love you. <laughs> you're in a I good really mood. love your dad. <laughs> I, I know. I know. You I love think your the family. You have a nice family. You're, you're really sweet. Maybe yeah. that's why you're sweet with your hair sticking out of your headphones. You're so adorable. Today's guest Jay John. is also yes. called Jay John. This isn't about my <laughs> it's hair. It's not about you, Pew. Well, he is one of the few people in Los Angeles I've met independently of um, my Jay John, my Pew. Yes. So I was very excited when he was available for an interview and he's just, I think you have to listen for yourself to understand what kind of person he is and his mm-hmm. character. Yeah, I, enjoy yeah. li- I enjoy listening to him because I enjoy listening to Oh, he's, he's, he's a ruck hunter yeah. to be sure. 
you will enjoy this episode. Or else. Or else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not much left to do. You want to toss to him? What's going on in your life? Give us a quick, quick oh, update. What's going on in my Oh, you we wanted to know more about Jay John. He No, I want to know about you. I know about M- you before we talk to Jay John. Arts fighter before. And we'll get all that in the interview. <laughs> I want to know about your life. What are you up to? I am currently enjoying being adorable. Oh, thank you. Because I'm also enjoying you being adorable. Being in Los Angeles, baby. You liking it? Is yeah. it is it settling well? It's settling well. I'm doing much better than I was. I think the first six months are the most difficult when you're realizing that, hey, I'm new here. And also, wait, no, I'm new here. No one knows me. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's kind of like this episode is a little bit of a milestone because J. John is the first friend you made mm. that has nothing to do with me, that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with your Tokyo network, that has mm. nothing to do with yeah. any introduction. Like it's just somebody you met mm-hmm. yourself by talking to somebody that you didn't know. Right, yeah. So it's it's kind of like in your growth in LA mm. and your integration here, this mm. is a, a, a milestone episode. It is, it is. And, and also given my personality, I tend to keep to myself a lot, especially in situations where I don't know the people around me. I don't see the need to impose myself on mm-hmm. them. So when, when I do make a connection, I'm very happy about it and I start to feel like I belong and I, I'm, I've started to feel like I belong in Los Angeles. I, I think a big contributor to that is me getting to work at home, at the computer, mm-hmm. creating music as I see fit. You've allowed me to just relax about not having to go out to work every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I'm finally starting to get comfortable with that, but not comfortable in it. Compla- uh, com- no, I don't come home and you're, yeah. you're eating like a box of chocolates and watching no, and daytime watching, television. Right. <laughs> no, we don't even have a TV. I wouldn't be able to do that. We don't even have a daytime. <laughs> no, we have none of that. But it's, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy and grateful. Every day I'm waking up. Today I woke up earlier than usual and I opened the window and we could see outside. And you it's just watch people, the neighbors yeah. get in the shower. <laughs> people people going about their days starting yes. early. And I felt really, I felt like I belong. And I, I think that's really important for me to get settled here, to just feel like I belong here. Like I'm not just a, an itinerant, mm-hmm. a, a guest Swinky. floating through. Mm-hmm. At five foot three inches, you don't be tall, but you do belong. You said I'm five foot three. Oh, thank you, Pew. My mom was 5'3". How tall are you? I think I'm between 5 and 5'1". Okay. <laughs> but if you include the hair, I'm 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> I was including some of the hair on yeah, that. Yeah, you're including the hair. Yes. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to let you toss to our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Hollywood Fishbowl, the world over, new and old, young and, old. and young, young-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Young and old, old is fine. You know what? Maybe the alternative is not is not preferable. Would you rather be old or dead? You Me? ask yourself. The, not just you. I mean, you general. But you can answer now if you want because you have the mic. Like, you'd rather be old. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, I'd rather get old than than just die because I ran out of youth. No, I want. I want. That's to. how a lot of people go is they die because they ran out of youth. No, no, they're youthless. Well, I think a lot of people die because they run out of life, and that's yeah. that's 
I guess the normal way to do. But be, you know, getting to be forty and then you're saying, "I'm forty, I'm so old." Are you when you're living? Dude, that's bullshit. I know more than yeah. I ever knew. I'm better at my art than I've ever been. Yeah. I, it, uh, bullshit. Give me those years and no, don't you yeah. take a minute back. Yes, yes. I pray that I get to be old, old, old. So everybody, as long as you outlive me, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pete. I'll do my best. Love you. Please Love toss you. to our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, JJ. You're going to be setting this one up, Swinky? Yeah, why right, not? Jump on Hi. mic and set this one up. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Hollywood Fishbowl. Welcome back. Thank hello, you, guys. Hello. It's so nice to have you. Yes, that, that the dulcet tunes that you heard a second ago, those were coming from, emanating from the throat of Sir J. John. I met him while we were at work, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on a movie, and we were working as people who are in the background. <laughs> Are you trying to find a way to gussy up background acting? <laughs> yeah. We were the shadows. Yeah. We were in the shadows. We were portraying the populace well, of an environment. You guys, well, not you per se, Jesse, yes, but, but uh, you yeah. were, you know. Jay John had other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> we're spilling the tea on this one early. Yeah, anyway, he just, he, he said, hey, because they said some people can break for lunch. They counted out some people and he didn't even care. He was like, let's go for lunch. And I thought, wait, you can just do that? And yes. we did. And nobody cared. No one cared. Because nobody and, knows each other. Yeah, yep. nobody knows each other. And I, this is an attitude that Pew has been trying to. Uh, convince me I was to just embrace. gonna jump in thank you for, yeah. for be backing me up on this I've been trying to tell her like <laughs> nobody gives a shit yeah, yeah. Not, this not is a different country <laughs> this is America this is not Japan <laughs> And you if you are not the star, I swear yeah. they don't even yeah. know you was coming or no, going. No, you know? no, no one knows. Right. And even people who aren't in the movie ended up being in on the, the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without getting paid. So, yeah. Yeah, they just subbed me out, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. So Jay John, Jay John um, just opened up my mind to another way of doing things mm-hmm. that you've been trying to convince me mm-hmm. of. And I thought I was being naughty. And it wasn't even about being naughty. It was just about recognizing what the game is, what's actually happening. It's, yes, it's a little bit different. Yeah, so what it's were not you being thinking? Naughty. In that first six mm. months when I was trying to explain this to you, were you thinking that I was trying to set you up for failure or that I was like trying to punk you or something? No, I thought that it comes from, it, that it's innate. Some people are born that way. They're, they're oh, bold. Of course, they're and, people born hustlers. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they recognize what's oh, going on. Shame. They notice what's going on and they just handle handle the situation yeah. and adjust accordingly. How can I work accordingly. this in my How can I work, yeah, in, my can I work this yeah. in my favor? Mm. I know that it's not for me, but first I w- mic bump of the day goes to Swinky. Thank you, welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's how I met Jay John, and I said, "Okay, so we have a podcast. Are you interested?" And he's here. He's here. He's a fascinating human being. But then, well, let him you. tell you that himself. We have blueberries and cranberries. Hey, if you want to be on our show, we have blueberries and cranberries. <laughs> They'll most likely either be eaten or rotten by the time you get here, <laughs> but come on down. Thing is, I was thinking about having a blueberry, but then I was like, it's going to be a little tart. It's going to make my mouth water, and I'm going to be over here salivating oh, y- all over the microphone. Yeah. It's going to look real <laughs> bad from that point of view. But, have uh, you been in broadcasting before? Uh, yeah, I've done a little mm. bit of broadcasting here and there. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't stay too long in one spot. Yeah? Yes, I've, I've been around the board. Tell tell us what what did you what did you do? How did you get it? Did you do radio? Uh, that is exactly what I was getting into. I actually oh. started out back uh, when I was 
17, mm-hmm. uh, back in Louisiana, I actually did KGRM, which I announced on the radio when it yeah, first came on. That is uh, Grambling State University uh, radio mm. station. Mm. So um, Michael Parker, which is a cousin of mine, he mm-hmm. was actually a DJ there. And it was I was, what do you call it, catching an apprenticeship under him mm-hmm. to try to learn, you know, to come into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that was getting me started for my entertainment and my speaking, you know, mm-hmm. but not something that really kept me really interested so mm. uh quickly flew away to something else. yeah something else gosh <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you've lived a long life and you've done a lot one thing we touched on was your move to los angeles and before that a lot of things happened i, I feel like i want to touch on everything mm-hmm. but Cut. i already know wait, too wait. much uh, so uh, i'm gonna <laughs> let someone who wasn't in on the conversations ask the questions so Who could that be? Am I eligible oh for this my. competition? Yes. I hope yes, you'll choose you. me. Oh, right. Like we have one candidate, and that's you. Oh, okay. Well, let me jump in. Uh, mm. Louisiana, you grew up down in the south? Yes, sir, I did. Down in the dirty, muddy waters. How'd it go? <laughs> it went... Mm, how should I say this? Uh, it went country-like. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, growing up a kid in Louisiana, there's a vast array of things to get into. You know, mm. uh, you might not have... All of them on say, the right side well, of the law, well, well, I'm assuming. Yeah, what, what, okay, what is it? That's a shot. Guns loaded today. Like, <laughs> no! <laughs> no! He does uh, that's why you passed the mic. Huh? Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. is We, we bring a lot of people on in the, who work in entertainment. Uh-huh. These people, like, they... they they live life. They live life. You have to be liberal. Yeah, Definitely. they they yeah. live life. They live. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a common pattern of people getting into a lot of trouble when they're young, and then finding careers in entertainment. So what it you just, want here is me to have an open book theory. Yeah. Know, to go, to, oh yeah. To be trans- is that fair? Yes. Parent. If that's okay with you, Major Miller, J. John. <sighs> By the Take way, J. John is short oh, for. <laughs> The suspense is killing. J. John and the deuce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Jesse is also a J. John. A, uh, yeah. Jesse John. In my life, I am the premier J. John <laughs> in the world. So but you, your experience is uh, similar but different. Yeah, different but similar. We want to hear your experiences. We know everything about this J. John. I'm, I'm, you know what? I have yet to find out, but I guess the mm. world knows and I'll just follow in the footsteps. Yeah. So uh, in my world... Um, I'm not going to say everything was, Mm -hmm. you know, peachy. Uh, Mm. You know, growing up in Louisiana, you're growing up, so Mm -hmm. you don't know exactly what is right and wrong. The parameters of everything haven't really been set in the world yet, and they're still learning. Because, hey, a person can do this. Well, uh, let's let's make it a law so you can't, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. You know? So um, being rambunctious and a child in in Louisiana, especially Mm. uh, in my type of setting, Mm. you know, it was a little... It's not abnormal these days, but uh, growing up then when I was growing up, it wasn't too many of those scenarios in, Mm. you know, many neighborhoods. Mm. Basically being that my mom's white, you know, Mm -hmm. and I am black, I can say my dad should be. Mm. You know, I, yeah. I never met the guy, you know, mm. not not his fault, not his fault. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, usually the guy gets blamed, but I'm not mm. going to let that happen this time. Mm. So, um... I grew up without my dad, but mm-hmm. uh, I had a uh, father figure, which is my brother's dad. He was around before my brother became my brother, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I did have some uh, male leadership there, but mainly I took to my mom a lot. And, uh, well, she was like a tomboy, you know. So mm-hmm. my uh, granddad, uh, he started a company 
in his early 20s that became really prominent in the South, which was Miller uh, Trucking Incorporated. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had close to about 80 rigs. So uh, he was really business and the family was really, you know, in tune with uh, helping with the business. So my mom Mm. became like my grandfather. Uh, Mm. She was dedicated truck driver. That's that's all I've ever known her for. So she was one of those chicks that would get out there and, and tote the loads, like not literally like in the truck pulling the load, but like. Man, like the tailgates that come off of those, like she would run dump trucks a lot. She oh, liked wow. to run the dump trucks for some mm. reason. So um, the tailgates sometimes flap off. Mm. And like, you know, those shits are heavy. Excuse my language. you know. Yeah. But they're like a ton. I remember I was a kid trying to pick it up. I couldn't even budget, you know. Mm. But then watching my mom get up there with Uncle Charles and everything, they just hang it back on the back and, you know, wow. hammer it back in. It was mm. like, it was fascinating. So uh, I got into wanting to be a trucker mm-hmm. at the early age because you know i see my mom doing it you mm-hmm. know and uh i actually did learn how to drive mm. and, and like throughout the years riding with her well i used to ride with her she would throw me in her lap when we were over the open road mm. and i just have the big wheel you know, <laughs> yeah. arms stretched out wide my little arms just yeah, to make, yeah. you know to end to end yeah and i'm sitting up there but i'm staring at them keeping it in the line you yeah, know I'm making yeah. sure not to hit no cars uh-huh. you know, She's shifting and moving the uh, moving the pedals. And mm-hmm. as I got older, you know, I learned how to put the two and two together because I learned them simultaneously, not right. all at the same time. Like everyone would do when they're driving, learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. I would do it. You know, I had that the wheel first. Yeah. <laughs> then I get the pedals next. Yeah, you, you know, mm-hmm. I'm about to shift. Them, push yeah. this one and push that one. You know. Yeah. And then um, I learned how to do the shifter. So uh, as I begot, um, became like I think it was thirteen or fourteen. Mm. There was a guy, oh man, this is bringing up memories. I haven't yeah. thought about this guy here in years, mm. but uh, I love him for this. It's, uh, it's a guy named Mr. Chandler, mm-hmm. right? He has this Ford, what is it, Ford 100 tractor that he uh, he would come around and, and like he has these different exchanges for the back of it. Mm. It could turn it to like a, uh, what they call, uh, uh, ooh, what is that ding thing? A bush hog. Oh, they a call what? A, a, exactly, right? These are country terms <laughs> going to come at you. He, he, he didn't even catch it. He's <laughs> definitely into his tea over yeah, there. Yeah. Hmm, I see something flying, floating. Okay, so Mr. Chandler had a tractor. Mm-hmm. That he, uh, he had the change on, like the changes for the back of it. Like it would mm-hmm. go from like tilling the ground uh-huh. up for gardens mm-hmm. to like this big uh, double-bladed um, lawnmower uh, type oh, thing. Oh, okay. You like pull a behind harvester it. thing. Yeah, but they call mm-hmm. it. Um, they call it a uh, bush hog mm. because it's meant to tackle uh, shrubbery mm. and, and wild, you know, uh, mm. grown up lawns or uh, pastures, right. so to say, you know. Mm. So uh, this thing would go out there and make a lot of noise. But when he got done and everything would be cut down, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking about that, the, the tractor that he used to ride, uh, one day... I was out playing in front of my church, Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church back in Arcadia, Louisiana. I was in the ditches, you know, I used to do the crawfishing and just whatever it was. I'm an yeah, explorer, you, you know. Yeah, you were doing everything. <laughs> so um, he came through to cut the uh, ditches that I was playing in. Mm. And I, I don't know what made him ask me, but he was like, hey, would you, uh, you want to do it? You know, mm-hmm. you want to jump up? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I jumped up there. And next thing I know, he was actually teaching me how to drive the, the tractor mm-hmm. and run the tractor, which... Yeah. 
really turns into a car. You know what mm. I mean? That's where I really started to learn and get the feel for driving a car. Yeah. Like, you can't just turn the wheel to the right a little bit and think it's going to make the whole right turn. You got to keep turning the wheel until the car follows the, the path that we're right, going. You right, know? Uh. So I learned that through him, the braking and all that. So, On uh, tractors. Yeah, and this goes back to Mr. Chandler. And, and you know what? Mm. The phenomenal thing about this is, is mm. that Mr. Chandler is an older Caucasian gentleman, mm. right? And this oh, that's is, right, because your mom is white. These are no, oh, no, no. This is this is years after I've uh, oh. went through the separation mm-hmm. from my mom. You mm-hmm. know, as the um, age of six, I had the adoption thing going. I know. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, but, well, it, but they don't. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. This was during uh, I was with my foster mom now in Arcadia, Louisiana, mm-hmm. instead of Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm. And uh, this man here, uh, he barely knew, you know. The, the black neighborhood period. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for him to uh, welcome me into his world yes. or to teach me something he knew mm-hmm. and pass it on from uh, one uh, race to another, mm-hmm. shall I say, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's really uh, big of him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because nobody uh, asked him or required for him to do that. Yeah. It was just something out of the heart he did. Right. And you know, it, went, it took me a long way because it actually led to me driving before I would have been taught by someone else. Right. So that allowed yeah. me to get my license and become more of an individual or mm-hmm. a man because I actually became emancipated at the mm-hmm. age of 16. So I was on my own at 16. So that was just years later that mm-hmm. I became my own man. But mm-hmm. by then I had been driving quite a bit. You yeah. Know, off of the knowledge that he extended. Wow. So, yeah. Now, have you ever seen him since? You know what? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I went home um, 2018. It was mm-hmm. like, I think March 2018 mm. and I took a walk through my old neighborhood it had been many 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 years but mm. everything was exactly how I left it and I it was not how I left it but you yeah. know how it was when I left yeah, yeah. and it was just like it felt so so real and unreal like because I've mm-hmm. been in the world of forever change you yeah. know I've, I've seen so many different changes since I've been out here on the west coast and mm-hmm. so many different ups and downs mm. and then to go back we're like it's almost like the place that time or forgot, but it's almost as if it felt as if I mm. kind of belonged there. Yeah, like yeah. when you're done running around the world and trying to meet all the people and get them to know who you are mm-hmm. and obtain what you want to obtain or accomplish what you want to accomplish, you get to mm-hmm. come back home to where everybody knows, like like Cheers, where yeah. everybody knows your name. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you get to uh, go back home and just relax, and you fall back into what you started off mm-hmm. with in the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, so um, doing that, mm-hmm. I saw him sitting on his porch mm. uh, in his rocket chair. So In I, 2018? 2018. Wow. Very old man, very mm. old man. Uh, mm. I wondered if he knew who I was because mm. I asked him, you remember me, right? You know, I'm... I'm Joshua. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, everybody knows me from growing up. I'm Joshua. That's mm. that's my first name. That's mm-hmm. what the J stands for. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you were trying to get me to Yeah, you know, you know, I left it to you. All right, yeah, you I got it out. I still got it Thank out there. Crossed it, the, <laughs> crossed it off the list. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I lent, I lent over and said, uh, mm. Mr. Chandler, uh, it's me, Joshua. You know, he's, he's seen me walk up, but mm. um, I just want to see if he could really remember we say yeah yeah i remember i remember he does good to see you oh. you know uh i hope so that's what yeah. he said yeah you know? yeah that's <laughs> but, what he said <laughs> but his actions wasn't too much of like you know um mm, well i can't say my expectations no because mm, he's mm. an older gent and yeah. uh you know he was resting in his chair there's not mm. much he's going to be doing these days if he is probably in his late 70s early 80s mm-hmm. my foster mom is in her mid 70s mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. and i got with her when she was in her mid 30s so mm-hmm. it's, you know 
I didn't say that. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you just did. <laughs> hey, uh, bleep that out. Can we go back and re-edit that? You know? nah, you're good. So anyway, anyway. Everyone's lived. You've lived many lives, Jay John. I, I've tried to live one, but it falls into a lot of different categories. <laughs> yeah, you end up living a lot of lives. Now, yeah. I want to know, and I imagine a lot of the listeners would want to know too, mm-hmm. what it was like growing up um, having to be separated from your family and... Um, what what gave you the courage to leave the town and all the environs that we were already used to? Okay. Yeah. All right. Choo, now, choo, choo. Uh, as you as you um, asked that question, I noticed that mm-hmm. there was a box of tissue on the tables. So it okay. just wasn't prepared for me, right? <laughs> oh, no, like, no, no, no. We, we have that all the time. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Table. I think you want some emotions over here. Just no, so you no, know, no. I cry all the time. But yes. you're supposed to. What? What? <laughs> You're what? such a chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very girly. But, but no. maybe more so. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe more so. Maybe Let's more so. Into that no, because I cry a lot. Why? Why? Oh, you're, you're I, I do cry in a excess lot. of the Your average mom cries human a lot, female. like me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You two are. <laughs> My two emotions in the are on the surface, always bubbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ready to break through. No, but we, no, you, of course. It, oh, yeah. Did you show him the bell? There's a bell right the, in the middle of the bell. table. Anytime you want out of any conversation, yeah. you just ring a ding ding that bell and we'll move on to yeah, anything, anytime anything else. Anytime you feel uncomfortable and you, you okay, I'm done. And we'll, no, we'll audience, move on to something else. <laughs> audience, <laughs> those listeners out there. Um, I have military experience and. <laughs> Never made it to the Marines, but <laughs> they had this thing where if you was done with the trials or, the, mm. you know, trying to become that soldier inside of you, mm-hmm. you go tap out and hit the bell. So They did have something like that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hell did yeah. you know that when you got a bell, baby? I did not know about the military version of that. Mm. I knew about the, the jackass version of that and the wrestling version of that. Mm. Oh, uh, they have bells? Well, I'm not no. ringing that bell. Okay. It's not bells, but tapping out. Saying, <laughs> tapping out, saying, yeah, okay. Tapping out, tapping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We got to call this one off. It's too too much, right. too far. Mm. It's but, yeah. mm. safe no. word. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good idea, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but veto. You're here to talk. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I came for. Thank I'm you. Breathing Thank all you. night, getting these lungs ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, whew, so where were we? We was going back over the... What were the what were the circumstances of the of the adoption? What what happened in that? Oh wow! And okay. uh, we're not aiming to throw anyone under the bus. No 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 right. no no. All oh, good. I know what person's just, actions you know is deemed by whoever uh, mm-hmm. hears them you know mm-hmm. and says, well, that was fucked up. Sorry. No, that's fine. We've we've had some people uh, expressing themselves in colorful language before. Yes. So. Well, I try not to be too <laughs> abrasive. Uh, I do have a you know quite delectable yeah. you know vocab over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Then <laughs> that uh, was a joke. Yeah. Then, uh, but no, don't worry about it. No, please. We, we are enjoying this. Okay. Well, I uh, really like your southern lilt. This is saying you should, look, you should okay. look at the person that you're saying that to the next time you say that. Oh wait, because he. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I no, like. I, I really like your southern. I, I don't have well, a southern lilt. Southern lilt. But, I, was, I think she was looking at you for the confirmation. Yeah, that it was okay. okay. Uh, hey, uh-huh. yeah, is it cool? Yeah, yeah, is it? You know, I stop. I'm still checking every now and then. I have to be careful when I'm talking to people in America. Because people can be sensitive about things that I don't know you're supposed to be sensitive see, that's the about. Thing about America, I'm, but see, you're just not. You're not. You're mm-hmm. supposed to just like have a reaction, your thought of it, and then it's supposed to make you grow or learn something, right, not right. dwell on it and then be fucking a sourpuss and mm-hmm. then change the world, make a law because oh, they hurt my feelings. Yeah, that's what the fuck America does. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're about to get political. It's okay. But like, 
I'm so sick of this that people mm-hmm. prey on certain little aspects of right. life and mm-hmm. like okay they make you feel but everybody doesn't feel the same way you feel so why do you take it and, and run with it so mm-hmm. where people begin to make this bandwagon and then mm-hmm. on the bandwagon mm-hmm. start to create things that change other people's lives or inflict impose change yeah. on other people you know mm-hmm. so that about Americans is that you're so dead on yeah. people fucking mushy, yeah. touchy sensitive yeah. like <laughs> grow the fuck up and live <laughs> <laughs> well, thank but, you. Okay. I was complimenting your southern lips. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it definitely comes from Louisiana, but mm. I can put it on a little bit more though, so that y'all can hear it, and I can be like this right here. But then I think everybody be trying to say like, Brad's trying to talk like he from down there in New Orleans or something now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm from Shreveport, but we still talk the same way down there. You know yes, what I mean? So I turn way. it off so that way people can understand what I'm saying. I can see that I'm diverse, and I can you know more adequately, <laughs> adequately uh, mm. uh, enunciate, uh, enunciate my words uh-huh. and articulate my sentences and things so that yeah. people. You know, can say, "Oh, he's of another nature," mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, that was a little change that for y'all. In. That was that in there, out of there. <laughs> so, um, let's go back. Let's um, yes. let's, let's get question. into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, it seemed to be I don't know an emotional day. I had a I had a uh, uh, appointment with this uh, director. Just you know, well, guys, let me throw it out there. Mm. I did a documentary for Netflix. Okay, boom. Woo-hoo! So, thanks, thanks. <laughs> so for that, uh-huh. um. It spun off the Netflix wants my life story. As I'm beginning to tell you things, you see, mm. it gets a little interesting here and there. Mm. Excuse me. So, um, as I elaborated with the producers and directors of Netflix when we were filming the documentary, mm. they began to get excited and saw further future, mm. uh, you know, life in my story. So mm. they passed me on to some colleagues and were like, uh, "Well, yeah, we would love to take this and make a movie." And it sounds like it could actually go into a series because mm. it goes so in depth in so many different chapters. Mm. But first. You need to write it. We need, we need to get this in writing. We mm-hmm. need to see what we're working with. Right. And unfortunately, nobody else can go do this but me. So mm-hmm. therefore, uh, it's been taking me about a year and a half to really get this project up and going. You mm-hmm. know. So um, recently, I've come in contact with a director whose premiere I was invited to back in December. Mm-hmm. I didn't know directly it was his. I just thought he had something association mm-hmm. with it. So I was right. there with uh, the actors and stuff on the red carpet, which whom one of them uh, is a personal friend of mine for mm. a good amount of years now, which is Flavor Flav. Mm, mm-hmm. So he actually portrayed uh, a cop mm. in the movie. And um, I thought it was rather strange, but, you know, he didn't cut his hair or anything. He was just... <laughs> he was just, just, just a regular cop with... Chocolate chip flavor over there. And just threw him in the movie. <laughs> he, 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 just there. he never mm-hmm. got up out the chair. Every time you saw him, he was like in this chair in the office. It was like maybe mm. three or four times, but it mm-hmm. was really... You know, it, it was really attaching to the movie, the role that he played, because mm-hmm. it, it needed that, but it was mm-hmm. like, Flav, okay, he did it. So um, <laughs> to get on with it... Um, mm. I'm on my way to go see this uh, director so mm. we can discuss getting my uh, movie mm. or my life story written Talk. and put yeah. out so the Netflix mm. can go ahead and air it. Mm. Um, on the way there, I decided to jump on my live on Instagram. Mm. Okay, for those that's listening, it's official underscore J period John, right? I yeah. think that's right, right? Yeah, I think that's I got a good plug. <laughs> I, I, I've only had it up for a couple of months, and mm-hmm. I've got a couple hundred followers already. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's kind of hard sometimes to remember. I'm just hitting tag and post and you know. Why don't you simplify paste. it? Make it uh, J. John Miller or something like that. Or mm-hmm. no, I was thinking of where I could go with this. Um, I like your Major Miller account. Okay, wait, I'm, wait, I'm wait, derailing wait. you now. Sorry. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Major. <laughs> 
That's other pages. That's other. I, yeah, I have you, multiple you have, pages, guys. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, I have multiple pages. We have a lot to cover because Major Miller was a whole other uh, direction in your career. <laughs> but I want to continue listening to your story about. He's looking at me like, Pink, Swinky, bring this home. All right. <laughs> Shut it I up. want to hear. I want to hear what what happened with the director. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, a spontaneous moment just decided to go on live and let people know that I was going to talk with this director just I, you know it was a long drive so I just wanted to you know clear my mind mm-hmm. and uh and, and my chest I guess it was thoughts I was having you yeah know? so uh I opened up and talked about it you know which uh I have before like when I first got my Facebook I did some opened up kind of talk and it always mm-hmm. gets emotional I am like uh, oh boy what's his name on uh uh the Anthony Fisher Guy, yeah. Antoine, Antoine Fisher, Antoine Fisher. You Antoine remember the story? Fisher. Yeah. That, oh my God! You haven't. I suggest that you two watch what? that movie. <laughs> We're looking at you blankly. It's, it's, it's maybe at least ten years old, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, he's a good actor. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry, my dude. Um, but his main aspect, and people mm-hmm. know him for his Cuba crying. No, no, not no, at all. Okay, he was okay. a personal friend. Oh, ooh, yeah, sorry. Him and Omar. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't remember. You wouldn't forget him. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just watching Cuba last mm. night. Matter of fact, it was on something else. But uh, mm, mm. yeah, this guy, his uh, his main uh, catch in his acting is uh, he's a crier. Mm. And he, he, you could tell he really has to have been through something because I've seen him cry in a couple of things. Mm, I was mm. like, man, you know, it was mm. almost to the point it was embarrassing. But you like really letting open, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Letting everybody into that. Mm. But um. I can't knock it because, like, as I began to open up and I tell things about my past, it brings the memories mm. and the feelings of that particular time back mm. to the current now. Right. And it makes it uncontrollable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you're going through those intense emotions. It, again, because again, I definitely yeah, closed yeah. it off and rushed my ass up out of it so I didn't have to, you know. Right. You didn't deal with yeah, it. Yeah, when, when you open when those doors, you, right. you feel the heat from the kitchen again. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um... I opened up and I was talking about it on my uh, on my live, mm. and uh, I kind of went in depth. And I started as it seems like the more in depth I went, the more people popped into my live. Mm. And then you start to see the little hearts go up. Yeah. I was like, Whoa! I've never really had this. This is hey, you know, it's a new <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Mama, I made it. You know. <laughs> but uh, mm. um, I began to get emotional, mm. and I couldn't stop myself. I was like, "Fuck! I don't want to turn it off. I don't want these people to think I'm, you know." Mm. So I just had to rock with it. I, I am who I am, and mm. yesterday I really made the decision just to like mm. freak it. You know, I am who I am. I yeah. bring emotions. I, yeah, I, I'm a solid man. I'm an mm. alpha male, but at mm. the same time, I'm in touch with my emotions. That makes me a little different than the mm. majority of people that you normally mm-hmm. encounter. I'm, I realize that, you know. Mm. So, um, I would argue that an alpha male is one that is also in touch with his own feelings. Right, Pio? Not, not not all. Not more, all. More, more alpha males. Mm. It's more so a mindset of how alpha male acts. It's mm. just just barbaric in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. But I have that that go forward out mm. front, you know, macho attitude. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I've been through so much that it made me think from other different perspectives to put mm. other people into my consideration and look mm. at it from their points of view. So therefore, it kind of put me in touch with the emotional side, the feelings, mm-hmm. the the hurt or, you know, mm. the anger, the anguish, the yeah. excitement, you know, the anxiousness or the despair, mm. you know, all the, all all of the it. above. Yeah, yeah. Bu- bubbles so, up. Yeah, so I'm just a big bag of it. <laughs> just now I wa- waiting I wa- to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you, you guys are cute I'm over so there. excited for this question, whatever it is. No, I want to. I know the story already. Second mic Second bump. Second mic bump. Sorry. Hi, hi. It seems like it's going to be oh, all you was, mic bumping. Yeah, I know. I'm animated. Okay. I wanted to know. I want you to tell the audience or share with us the experience that you had when you were. How old were you? You were six, I think. That's where I was going with this. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was doubling back. It takes me a minute. Uh, okay. You, you said uh, elaborate. So yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I know. A little bit left or right, but it'll I'm, come back center. I'm getting a little too excited. You know, like, yeah, you yes. want me to get into it? I mm-hmm. see you want me to rush to the tears. No, not huh? rush. <laughs> I mean, more like walk uh, resolutely, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Okay. Let's 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 dive right in. Let's dive right in. Okay. I almost came out with the year, but I'm not gonna do that to myself. Mm-hmm. But let's just say. <laughs> Um, back in the day, mm-hmm. um, how did I do this yesterday? Uh, back in the day, back in the day, back in the day, mm-hmm. my mom was this, uh, prominent, let's use the word white, white mm-hmm. girl, 18 mm-hmm. year old white girl to the father who is a very prominent businessman, mm-hmm. successful, uh, company owner mm. in the state of Louisiana, which the state of Louisiana doesn't have much shit going on. So mm. if you have a business doing as good as he was doing, especially during those particular times, mm. you were looking at, you know, becoming maybe a Fortune 500, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. Um, so I, I would say she was spoiled. But mm. um, my mom, at the age of 18, she mm. decided to um, sneak out of the house, her and my cousin Lori. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I'm assuming this had to be maybe January or February. Mm. So either way, it was like, you know, one of these first couple of months of the year, mm-hmm. it either had to be a New Year's party or a Valentine's Day thing. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, I know my birthday is in October mm. and that's the 10th month yeah. of the year, oh. you know, conception is, you know, mm-hmm. and then birth and Must all these matched together, these mm-hmm. trimesters and it comes out to around that time, you mm-hmm. know, so it has to start mm. around this particular time. So like I said, it was either um, a New Year's party or a Valentine's Day party mm. or just a random party in between one of those dates. But I'll have to come back to how I found out later because it's going to you know, have a good spin on it. But mm. I recently, as I told you, I just went home back in 2018. Mm. This was when I found out the information that I'm giving you now, mm. right? So I'm going to give you a part of it to get you into the story. Okay. Then how it came about and everything else uh, relating to it comes mm. after. Mm. So went to the party and uh, <clears throat> she... Uh, didn't have any money. Didn't mm. didn't have cash on her or whatever. You know, they just they snuck out for mm. one. So uh, they was ill prepared. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And they get to this party, and um, shit, they sneak in. Mm. They sneak out to sneak in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. While in the party, my mother. I would say I definitely believe this because my soul is soul is so uh desiring to experiment with things you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I'm definitely one of those that has to try life out mm-hmm. you know so uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna tribute that mom. I'm gonna tribute that to my mom yeah. I get it from my mama mm-hmm. so while in the party mm-hmm. her and my cousin um my mom decided she wanted to fill a euphoria mm-hmm. for the layman mm-hmm. She wanted to get high, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she needed some type of a substance. I don't mm. know what it was she ran across. Back in the day, they would have called it grass. Mm. We definitely call it kush, weed, fire, loud, right over now. You mm. know, I don't know what it was. I don't think it could have been that because, 
you know, I ain't never smoked and wanted to just get freaky, you know mm. what I mean? But I heard some do. Mm. But um, or it could have been of a hard harder substance. I don't know. I can't say that for sure what mm-hmm. my mom did because I wasn't there, but I know that my dad happened to have whatever it was that my mom desired or required. Yeah. Right. Mm. But again, let's rewind back. She snuck into the party because mm-hmm. she didn't have no damn money. Yeah. So now she's at a person of a street level uh uh, uh, what do you want? Merchant, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the rules have changed, and and uh, I guess the uh, acceptance of whatever you got mm-hmm. in in return will yeah. do. You know, yeah. <clears throat> so needless to say, my mom had sex with this guy mm-hmm. for whatever it was he gave her. Mm-hmm. If he gave her, any, I don't know, but I know they had sex. That was the main point of it. Because if they didn't, mm. uh, she, she I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So mm. uh, I look at it as like, okay, uh, that was an exchange and uh, he didn't have a cash machine. So mm. they just made a receipt. I'm yeah. a receipt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean? right, right. It's the total right here. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, from there, my mom, you know, she went on about life. And, and you know, during those times, as we see things are just now kind of, you know, progressing to where we can have machinery or type of intelligence that can mm. aid us within the birthing stages and, you know, mm. health stages or whatever we go through within the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these things weren't accessible then. And mm. it was still we haven't found out anything yet. It's going to tell you the race of the baby before it comes out. Right. Unless you can go in there. Yeah. But um, needless to say, uh, you know, she goes through the... Through the situation of, I think I commend. Let me stop first of all. I, thank you, Mama. I know you can't hear me, but if you mm. do ever, whatever, I love you. I thank you for making the choice to keep me to keep you first of all. Right. Yeah, all the other things after that mm. is, is 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 you know is a point <laughs> of uh, assumptions or mm. personal whatever whatever. But the yeah. main thing is you birthed me. You, you brought me here. So yeah. all these other things are possible. So. Yeah. Mm. Um. Past that. Um. She gave birth. Mm. I'm black. Everybody's like, ah! wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's this? Mm. What happened? <laughs> yeah. They switched my baby. Or yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, see, now the whammy comes. I could hit you with it right now, mm. but we're going to save that. Now we're going to jump through the story because mm. this is where that part has to stop and we're going to come back. Mm. Okay. Life goes on. She has me. Mm. Um, I grow up knowing my mom, my grandma, my family, my immediate, uh, you know, Caucasian side. Never mm-hmm. met the black side. Never really had much conversation about it. Mm. I just always noticed that when I was running around with my family, you know, mm. I, I look different. You know, my skin yeah. was a different color. You mm-hmm. know, everybody was white, mm. Caucasian. I was, you know, light skinned, mm-hmm. black, Milana. What they call it? Mixed. Mm. So, uh, but it, it didn't bother me. It's just that when I went to school or around other kids, they had something to say about it. They asked questions. But kids are kids. Even now, I think back, like, even though they were kids, mm. they really didn't understand or know, you know what I mean, yeah. really what they were saying mm. or even what the situation was. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, it made me feel certain ways back then, though, being a child is equivalent to the person who was saying things. So, mm. you know, my mind wasn't too far off of an advancement either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was dealt with as a child level. Mm. Get mad, tussle, fight, whatever. Yeah. But then I come, mom, mom, we said this while was was going on. Mm. Um, she would do her best to try to uh, give me a uh, answer, a suitable answer. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, time progressed. Mm. Let's just shoot through the years. Uh, come up to like the age of three. Um, mm. My mom gets pregnant by my brother's 
that, you know, mm. about Lonnie. Lonnie is his name. Mm-hmm. He's the only father that I've actually had in my life yeah. that I call and accept as my father, mm-hmm. only male figure. Mm. So, um, I swear it's okay. And, oh, and Lonnie, Lonnie okay. was white. Yes. He's a white yes, man. Yes. Okay. So oh, your man, brother's I lo- white. I love this dude. I love him okay. so much. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my brother's white. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. the only black uh being mm-hmm. in, in my family. Family. Whoa. That I know of. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Um, that everyone knows of. Uh, wait, am I the only white being in your family? Oh, wait, in our family. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he so you wants are. to be me. He so wants to be J. John the Deuce. And he wants to be the reversal to the, Okay, all right, all right. All right. So, mm-hmm. um, you're three I, I, and you, yeah, your brother's and my, father and comes and in. And my mom gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother's born. Mm. And... To me, I, okay, I, now I got a brother. I got a, you know, another yeah. person there. And like, mm-hmm. but the role that I played was more of a parental uh, role because, mm-hmm. like I said, my mom was a trucker. She was mm-hmm. always on the damn road, going mm-hmm. somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother was born. It became more like my responsibility. But can you imagine being? Like four, five, and six, because mm-hmm. like he came like right when, as I'm turning four, kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. So I'm three years, almost four over mm-hmm. him. Um, can you be like four years old? Like four. I look at I, I have kids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, yeah. And I look at my babies at the ages that they, you know, they are, you know. But at the time when I was these ages, and mm-hmm. I re- I have memories, yeah, of what I was doing and how life was. At this particular age, and I look at them, and I'm like, "How in the f- what's this even possible?" Yeah, I, I, I just I'm not the to- I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm, just, I'm still like in awe, and I still mm. actually in disbelief because like these are real facts and memories that I have mm. to go back on, and people verify it and everything else. Mm. But like the things I was doing at the ages that I was doing them at were phenomenal because mm. I, I wish one of my kids would do some shit that I was oh, doing. Really? You know, that's my baby, you know. Hey, okay, it passed down, you know what I mean? But yeah. I have yet, except for one, Junior. Junior was reading his ass off since the age of like three and a half. He's, yeah. he's been, I think he's like a genius. I'm just mm. waiting for it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but um, at the age of four, mm-hmm. I began to cook, like cook. You know, I started off with like breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. And I, that's where I, that's I, where I'm at now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I got some pointers for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it off my Yeah, it starts with the fire. Do Make sure the fire's down low or the electricity's down low. One or the other, you know. <laughs> but uh, I learned real quick about the uh, the fundamentals of cooking, mm. and I went quickly from you know uh, breakfast foods mm. to you know regular food. Mm. So I was able to kind of like run the household yeah. without mom there. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it went from sure. like me waking up in the morning, getting my mm. brother uh, taken care of, you know, mm. diaper changed, dressed and ready, you, you know, diaper that. bag. And then I get myself ready. And then I take him, drop him off at the neighbor's house, which is yeah. a couple blocks down. Then I jump on the bus, go to school, go to school and do my thing, get out of school, come back, pick him up, get him ready first. Then come back, do my homework, get me ready. We go both go to bed. We're in the bed. Mom comes in, gives me a kiss, wake me up in the middle of the night. Mm. Oh, baby, everything good. You know, like she's just getting home in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's my only time seeing her. Like I don't yeah. see her the whole damn day except in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I really essentially was taking care of me. And, and my your little brother. brother. Yeah. Yep. Now I got to throw a freak out there, mm-hmm. freak, right? Mm-hmm. One day in the type of exact scenario, I was just given the routine right mm-hmm. there. Uh, I made a mistake. This is something they, they 
you need to teach people this when you're cooking. You know what I mean? Mm. Be sure to teach them about grease fires, y'all. Like, yeah. let people know that this can happen as well. Don't just teach them, oh, that's good, that's good. Oh, you burnt the bacon. And teach them about the fucking grease fire because it could happen one day when you're not there, right? So a grease fire mm. decided to happen one day. No one is there but me and my little brother. It mm. freaked me out. And I did the one thing that you're not you're supposed not to supposed do. You're not supposed to do. You poured water over it. Well, shit, no. I took the whole skillet and threw it in the sink and turned the water on. Well, oh. see, the thing about it, okay, this is not a slash of white people, but mm-hmm. we were living in a trailer home, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, back home in the South, you got black and white people living those. They're affordable. Yeah. Let me just say that mm. for y'all people listening. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, don't, don't shit. Hey, don't talk shit. Excuse me. You might end up in one, goddamn it, double wide. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah. it's like this: um, in a trailer home, mm. your your kitchen is like in a corner. It's quaint. Mm. You know what I mean? It's small. Mm. So um, they always put a fucking excuse me, a freaking window <laughs> right over the sink, right? Yeah. Well, we had draping, you know, like curtains right, that right. goes around the window mm. over the the thing. My mm. mom kept a cool. Trailer, yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean? it was yeah. nicely decorated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when I threw the damn fire in the sink and hit it with the water, oh Lord Jesus! It jumped out of it. Literally, it was like a little fireman, yeah, a, a little man of fire, a flame with legs <laughs> and shit. It jumped uh-huh. from both ways, left and right, went up both sides of the curtain and was climbing like, <laughs> like I need no. to touch the ceiling. And I'm trying to reach it. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, I didn't know what to do because mm-hmm. like it was it was just big. It was the whole curtain, but see. Had I been, you know, and knowledgeable like I am now, like mm. I would have just let the damn curtain burn. Mm. Like, okay, cool. But, you know, mm-hmm. the curtain's on fire and I'm thinking it's catching the walls and shit on fire. Um, I ran out the house. Like, all you had to do was just like knock the curtain, a little curtain rod, you know, yeah, the little yeah. bendable ones. It just knock it down. I'm like falling in the sink with the rest of the shit. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. But, um, no. You I panicked. Mm-hmm. I, I ran to go get somebody. So shit, while I'm running to get somebody, mm. the flames actually were able to catch to the wall, yeah. you know, so it started to burn the trailer. Um, well, let you know, when I ran, my mm. brother was with me. Oh, okay, going, okay. Yeah, I was no, about no, to no, ask about him. No, mm. hell no. There was mm. no way. I, I was a parent before I was a parent. Like, mm-hmm, you know, I was mm-hmm. a parent before I was a kid. Let me say it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took him up to the neighbor's house and they came running back with me and... Uh, we actually got it, got it put out, called the fire department. By the time they got there, it was just smoldering, a little smoke in the house or whatever. Yeah. So they put a fan in and talk, took it out. Mm. But um, that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You know? It has never That's happened again. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> That's never happened That's how you learned. Again, right? That's so, how fireworks. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, mm. I guess that's a growing pain of parenthood, mm. you know, <laughs> at an early age. But, um I raised my brother up for those next three years, mm. you know, and at the age of six, well, no, at the age of five, like five and a half, this is what kids say, five and a half, I'm five and a half. Mm. I started noticing some ladies coming around, like some unusual people, because mm. I, I know who's in our media circle, who's family, who I see. Mm. If I see somebody I don't see, like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, who mm-hmm. are you, you know? Yeah. These ladies started to come home with my mom, and... It was, they were strange because like my mom is like I told you she drives trucks or whatever she's jeans t-shirts whatever you know yeah. not really that prissy kind of girl you yeah, know yeah. blonde chick blue eyes but mm-hmm. uh, beautiful but wasn't into that girly stuff mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and these ladies that would come with her they wore very uh, 
professional type clothing, mm. but they were, you know, dresses and, mm. you know, nice dress shoes and stockings and jewelry and hairs done and mm. smell good. And mm. I remember how they talked. It was very, you know, uh, selective with the wording, mm. you know, mm. and talked with education. Mm. So um, even then I could distinguish that because shit, I know what my mom was and how she was, but yeah. these ladies are ladies and she's a lady, but they different. Than, yeah. They yeah. are different than what she is. Mm. So, um, that made me ask my mom, like, Mom, who they is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who they, who they is? Yeah, who they is? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, 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 that's my black language coming out. It's, it's learned behavior since the fact, you know. <laughs> but I love it. I definitely own up to it. Yeah. But I'm like, who they is? Mom, you know, um, she's like, uh, oh, these are people, these are my um, friends from work, mm. coworkers or whatever. And I'm like, it just didn't make sense. Like, They're I just not. couldn't see them climbing in and out of a diesel truck every day. Yeah. You know, it just didn't go right. Mm. So, but that, who am I to question that? Mm. Um, days go by. Well, actually, months go by. We go into the, uh, I'm now six. So, this is probably like six, seven months where this is going on mm. leading up to the, to this particular date. Mm. Um, this day uh, was a normal day. I do my routine, like I told you. Wake up, take my brother, you know, go to school and get off, get my brother and blah, blah, blah. But mm. this particular day, we, we had not to go home. We went to my grandmother's house, mm. right? And we were all in there laid down asleep because I had little cousins and everybody over, you know, uh, over there that we go play with. Mm-hmm. And we're all laying asleep. And I remember my mom came, woke me up, said, baby, come on, let's go home. And I get up, you know, she's taking me to the car. She's carrying my brother in her arms, you know, mm. we get in the back of this little car, mm. And I'm like, I wonder, like, where, where, why we ride with these people? Where's your car? Because we had a little red, uh, a little red Datsun back then. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I yeah. never forget it. You know, mm-hmm. a little Dodge Datsun. Mm-hmm. So um, we got in the back seat, and I laid down, went back to sleep. Right. This is this is crazy how how distinct my you know my memory is. Yeah. You know? I laid down on her lap and went back to sleep. I remember uh, the car coming to a stop and mm. the, the motion woke, woke me up and we were home, mm. you know. And my mama was sitting on this side with my brother and I was sitting on this side, on the passenger side. Mm. And, you know, I'm not moving fast. I'm not thinking I should. Just wake up and I'm sit up, look, you know, just, you know, trying to get my bearings yeah. real quick. You know how kids do. <laughs> looking up at the sky, just, you know, trying to wake your eyes up. Mm. And I remember my mama and my brother getting out on the, um, on the driver's side, mm. the back Mm. And the lady in the front, the driver, she had gotten out too. And she was getting out with my mom and going around the back. Mm. And then I tried to get out. And I went out the uh, the passenger back door. Mm. But as I was sticking my leg out the door, it was pushed back closed. You know, like, mm. like no, like, you know how you do an animal, you know what I mean? Yeah. You caught it, you're trying to keep it in the cage kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm. basically the shit that they just pull right now. So yeah. my mom is walking off with my brother. And she, she ain't even looking back. <clears throat> and these people, the lady in the front, she's turning around. She's talking. She's trying to console me or talk me into, oh, just uh, sit down and be calm. It's, it's, everything's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to go for a little ride. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want to ride with you. <laughs> I'm going you know with I mean? family. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, I see my mama walking off. I'm trying to go. So yeah. uh, I, I, as I'm talking i'm thinking like i need to clean up my conversation because i you know more interviews are due to come so <laughs> i don't want to be so freely with my wording that i actually slip up when a more um you know in a cleaner, more controlled sen- yeah, setting more control yeah you know <laughs> now <laughs> you're free here <laughs> go back and take that again uh we're gonna start from my yeah so um yeah the lady uh is consoling me or trying mm. to in the front mm. and um 
the lady from the back who shut the door on me uh-huh. is running to the front seat now to try yeah. to hurry up and get in. So they're trying to pull off. But little did they know I'm a fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. um, I felt like what was being done to me uh, was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not knowing yeah. like my mom's standpoint on it or what is actually going on. I'm mm-hmm. just knowing that you're not allowing me to leave with my mama. And I don't know y'all, mm-hmm. you know, and just don't feel yeah. right, feel good at all. So I began uh, fighting, you know, punching, clawing, scratching, biting. Yeah. Uh, they definitely <laughs> let me get out the car then, you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, you're yeah. trapped in a car. Pretty much I would look at myself like a cat back yeah, then. A, like a, a rabid animal. A cat, yes. you know. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say like a lion or something yeah. fierce. <laughs> but definitely a cat, you know. That's enough to, you're going crazy, biting and scratching and crawling. Oh, you're yeah, going to open the door for Yeah, you, yeah. you want out at that point. Like, let him get out. Yeah. So I ran out. And this is this where it starts to get dramatic, okay. Mm. So I ran out and I ran up under my trailer, my trailer home. Mm. That's where my dog was. My, I had a pit bull named Ashley, right. Mm. Now, she would be ferocious mm. if she need be. You know, mm. she's very calm and cool and playful and everything with everybody because mm-hmm. I had her out and used to play with everybody. But if anybody was to ever push, hit, touch, grab me in any kind of way, mm. uh, you had to, you know, know that she was going to get your ass. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, mm. I'm sorry. I slipped out again. No, but, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> she's going to get you. She's going to maul you. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I ran under there and I had my dog mm. and the ladies... They come running behind me as if to get me. Oh, I let her go. There you go. Get him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was hauling butt right after them. I was just about to grab the lady that was in the passenger seat. The one yeah. this particular day, she had this brown dress on. I won't forget it. Mm. And um, the dog actually snapped and grabbed the dress. And when my mom got there, she had just caught Ashley right by the collar, right? Mm-hmm. As she went to go lunge at the lady. Mm. So Ashley only was able to grab her dress. But mm. when... My mom pulled Ashley back. She pulled the dress with it. She yeah. didn't let go of the dress. Wow. Like the lady's dress came with it. So uh-huh. she's standing there, like, you know, in her drawers and, yeah. and her blouse. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to pull her blouse down to hide her unspeakables. And yeah, yeah. Up, you know, um, my mom gave her something out of the house. I think mm. it was like, I think she actually gave her a sheet just to wrap around it yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But the lady had like another changeable garment or something in the car. So um, she used the sheet to go to the car, change the uh, garment. And then uh, while that was going on, I was basically still under the trailer. You know, my mom had my dog. You know, so and your situation. mom knew you hadn't stayed in the in the in the truck with the other ladies, the, the car with the other ladies. Yeah, your I, mom let the, knew. I let the dog loose. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she, the <laughs> ladies knew. are come running now. Yeah. Why would they be running down here if I'm in the car? Like, yeah, yeah. I would have drove off. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, I, I wouldn't have been in the car when they got back. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So. um the dog uh, was being kept by my mom, and I'm under the trailer still. The lady wouldn't change clothes, so they come back, and they uh, my mom. Was able to get me from under the trailer, mm-hmm. and you know this crazy thing. I, I draw a blank. I, I know my mom pretty much had to talk me into getting into the car, mm-hmm. but she didn't go with us to the place. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we got there, you know, to the uh, other home. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as they stopped the car, like I opened the door and I bolted, you know, and I was running back home, like. I have a very good memory, mm. right? Mm. That's one thing God did bless me with. Mm. Um, on the way there, I don't know what made me just start remembering, you know, key details right. of my direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was charting my course back. So mm. I was just looking out the window the whole way. So when we got there, it was just on my mind. I didn't want to forget anything. So I mm. wasn't going to waste no time. So when we opened the door, 
feet yeah. was gone. I was yeah. heading back up the road. They had right. to get in the car, come back and try to catch me. They caught me way up by the freeway. No. Um, mm. Got me back over there again. They tried to... Uh, try to maneuver something together. They went and yeah. got the kids that was playing in the community to come over, mm. introduce themselves. Like, hey, my name is such and such and such and such. And I'm just like, I'm crying. I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I don't really care. You yeah, know I want to I mean? go home. I didn't say anything. But I'm just sitting there crying. And one guy, it, this this is like something off a movie. You see this mm. guy is just with this bright idea just come through, boom, real fast out mm. of nowhere. Just, just as it pops up, you know what I mean? As his eyes open and see something, it mm-hmm. becomes an idea of mm. a, a way to, you know, maneuver. Mm. So, uh, this kid's coming up to introduce himself and then in my mind, I was like, boom, bike. Yeah. Right? He had a bike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, your name, okay, hey, I'm Josh. Can I ride your bike? <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it worked. Gave me the bike. Guess what? I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, it was hell catching me when I was on my feet. Mm. It wasn't that easy catching me on this damn bike. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was out of here. I had made it all the way back around the curb, mm. made it back to my trailer park. But th- you if, did. if you knew how far this was mm. from the, the neighborhood of where they took me to, from where my house was, mm. it, it was a good couple of miles, you know, from one side of the city to uh, this is Shreveport, Louisiana. So and you're six. Yeah, I was six. Well, wow. yeah, six and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw that half seven. mark in there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, they finally get me to come back now. Now that I'm exhausted, you mm. know, I've exerted a lot of energy for these few attempts of making my, you know, getaway. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a little tired on when they get me back this time, and I'm starting to think like I can't win. You know, mm. no matter how many times I leave, they're gonna keep bringing me back. Yeah. So they devised a plan. Mm. They uh, decided to get my mother on the phone. No. Yeah. Mm. Um, they had her on the phone. I mean, like. I don't like saying my name so much. I don't mm. really rock that name. But they're like, um, yo, come here. Your mom's on the phone, you know? Mm. And I go in there and I'm talking to my mom. Like This is the same thing that I divulged to uh, my listeners yesterday on my live. Mm. Uh, it's a part that really strike me. Mm. And it still aggravates the, the mess out of me now as I think about it because it starts to show you the character and the mindset of the person in which we're talking about and dealing with. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm. So... This conversation is something I reflect on to to give me uh, motivation to to stay who I am mm. and to, to to depend on myself and not nobody else and to just let other let her, let her go. You mm-hmm. know, this right here. Mm. So I'm on the phone. I'm talking to my mom, mm. and all the other stuff don't matter. It's just this one question that I'm asking. Yeah, mom, why? Why don't you want me anymore? Mm. Why do I have to stay here? Do you still love me? Like, you know, the the main focus is like, why I can't come home? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And her answer goes like this. She said, baby, I just don't have enough love for you and Macon. Macon is my brother's name. Like mm-hmm. the Macon, like the, yeah. the Porsche Macon, mm-hmm. M-A-C-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, yeah, I, I don't have enough love for you and your brother. And that's that. I mean, I didn't. She didn't say that's that, but that's that's, that's that. Right. That's, that's all the she end. said. That's, that's where it left off at. Like at that point, even as a child, God didn't let me say anything else. Yeah. It, it yeah. just it just I took that, I swallowed it, and I shut up, and I began to live the life that I didn't want to live. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I began to accept the unwanted change. Mm. So, um, 
were you guys able to patch things up? I mean, like the the way that that the effect that that can have on development. Yeah. Oh my God, is huge. Okay, you're That's, about to tap into some things that you know people don't take into account. You know, what I mean, when with, when dealing with me or dealing with people of my nature of yeah. my background. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, um, with them not experiencing something like this, they wouldn't understand the mindset. They expect you to be just a human and be able to absorb and just put out what what they're required or telling you yeah. to put out. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes there's a break in there and mm-hmm. it may be, you know, it's just not possible. So to answer your question, um, that that comes out more in the story if I'm able to elaborate, mm-hmm. but in some ways, yes, but more so no, because okay. the last trip I just took home in 2018 yeah. resolved, dissolved and resolved everything mm-hmm. that I had was trying to attach myself back with my mother mm. right yeah. so i don't want to you know spoil the the ending of it yeah. it's really conclusion <laughs> so, uh yeah mm. so but um that's like a key factor right there of where i am right now in life so i got to hit to that mm. but um at that point my life away from her began so yeah. that was uh, uh my first home my first foster home and it was a uh, a black family name miss miss Burtz. and she actually i believe was a re- retired teacher mm-hmm. and i never got to find out what her husband big daddy mm. he was a big dude <laughs> uh i never found out what big daddy did but they were to be a black family they was pretty well off now that i look back at it you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. and then one of the sons i think uh he was a big dude too mm-hmm. he tried to he, he wanted to adopt me or I was thinking about taking me. So I remember I went and spent a couple of weeks over his crib because they was getting a feel for me. With, you know, like just pass him around and see if, see if he fits. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I understand it. You know, you kind of got to see if a person, you know, if you could deal with him, the energy or whatever, even yeah. being a child or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, he was really into sports. And I remember he had like a lot of uh, Detroit Lion memorabilia. So I don't know, I think maybe, you know, the son had played uh, professional football because I was thinking back on his house, his house was really nice. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think he probably did play professional football, you know, back in the day. Mm. But um, I needless to say, I, I didn't stay uh, with him yeah. nor his uh, father, Miss Burton, them too mm. long, you know. I was uh, uh, passed on to another family. I, I went through a couple of families. Mm. But um, to get to where the stream's a lot forward, I met this lady named Minnie. This is my who I call my my mom mm. now mm. she's my foster mom but mm. if i say m- my mama this mm. is who i'm talking about yeah, you know yeah. um she's black um she couldn't have kids so she got into adoption and uh she had a child before me which i wouldn't say was a child this this dude was in his teens and he was you know pretty much to give a, a a quick version of foster care back in the days when it was foster care the reason why it became about um it was to help the broken supposedly broken homes but it mm. focused on black communities yeah you know what i mean and it wasn't really helping it was mm. just to rip families apart because right. like they would go in and take kids like say there's a woman that's addicted to crack cocaine mm-hmm. which is something that, that was put in the neighborhoods to disrupt families again yeah so now that it's taking place and it's having this effect there's a Woman here, which you no know, homes are already broken in the black communities, pretty much no fathers around. You yeah. know, that was another plan that comes from something else. But don't worry about yeah. it. This is the world of conspiracy and this whole little, you know, but I, hey, I just play my role. Yeah. So, um, say a woman's on crack, got some kids, mm. right? Now, um, the kids don't get taken care of correctly, mm. right? You mm. know, I, I, I will admit that, you know, probably 
roaches, which people call bugs out here. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> roaches everywhere. Ain't no food in the damn house. Kids mm. got raggedy clothes on, you yeah. know, things like that. Running mm. in and out the house when they want to. Nobody kind of like supervise them. That's, that's not healthy, you know. Mm. So um, the state or government came up with the foster care to be able to you know, interject themselves into the mm. families, which mm. they come in and consume parental uh, ship over mm. uh, the children, which mm. just take the children from the families, which I think it could have been done by another approach. You try to source within the family first. If, if you exactly right. let the family know mm. what's going on and that this uh, measure is about to be taken, if mm. something doesn't, you know, come to a change yeah. then that allows the children to actually fall within the family somewhere somebody you know with good sense and a good home within the family mm-hmm. in the bloodline could be able to come take the kids but they don't do that they just come oh that's a problem right there let's go get them kids they're ours now yeah. you know like yeah. like how do you how do you how do you even do that yeah. you know because they don't do white kids like that really no that's the if thing you, that's the mm-hmm. puzzle in the back of my mind on this whole thing is um, is it a coincidence that the that the black child in this family went to the uh, circuit of black foster parents? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what is the? I, I I don't want to assume anything. I don't want to. No, ask your question. Ask away. No, no. That, I I don't even know what the question is. Like, what is is it a coincidence? Is the question in well, my mind? Is, it's definitely uh, not a coincidence. It, it was it was purposeful. Uh, mm. She she did that. And she she yeah. made the choice to. You get what I'm saying? Because like, mm. this is how I know that white kids are not taken. Yeah. You know, they go through a whole situation of requiring the mm. parents to relinquish mm. the the parental hold. Right. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As what I went through, like I have the documentation still at home mm. in my what I call a scrapbook with all my pictures. Mm. It has. Every paper from start to finish that my mother signed when giving me up for oh, adoption, yeah. Yeah. they did not once take nothing. And they asked in every way mm. to make sure she wanted me to be with them. Yeah. Where it comes to cases of black children. Right. You ain't got to sign a dang on thing. Yeah. They just take they, the child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to demand this and this and this and then mm. put more weight on you and say that you're going to get these stipulations because... The child is now in the custody or whatever. Like, you know, it's almost yeah. like child support or whatever. But if the person was doing bad from the reason why you took the child in the first place, then how mm. could you even put implications or requirements on them that's going to put them even further in the situation yeah. than what they were? Because they weren't even, you know, yeah. productive when you came into the situation. Yeah. You know? Mm. So, um. Because when you, you were telling the story about the grease fire, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, as you're telling it, like, Okay, the the CPA is oh, going to no, come no, in no, and no, take no. both CPS. kids. Yeah, yeah, CPA, CPS. No, see this, but this that, is, that's not see, the no, story. That's no, totally okay, okay, no. That's what I, I need to goes back to what she said in the beginning about yeah. people being in America being fucking excuse me mm. timid and mm. soft and harping on you know getting other people business and all that. Mm. Well, these people were not that kind of. They didn't have that mm. yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is something of a new. Era, mm. you get what I'm saying? Within, yeah. within the, the years of the 2000s, mm. that these people come into play where they could just, you know, come out at will. Oh, I got word of something. I'm coming to check on just to make a, you know. In some ways, they kind of serve a good purpose. In some ways, mm. but in more ways, they don't because mm. they look to come with malicious intent to mm. just do what they want to do to disrupt the home to to inconvenience the family mm. period you know people we live we make mistakes you know mm. and then even learning um learning as we grow up um 
parents do as they were done to. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. through that passage and through that life, when you're doing things, you think back and reflect, okay, well, I didn't like that when it was done to yeah. me. I don't want my child to do it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But it's a learning stage. Like I told you, like me with the grease fire, me yeah. being a parent, I also had to learn things too. I made mistakes even as a parent. Mm-hmm. I still look back and I feel bad and I regret, you know, but... Mm. If I didn't take certain steps and go through certain measures, I wouldn't wouldn't even be a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are bumps and bruises that come with just taking on that challenge and living that life and being within that lane. So right. for people to come in and, and, and um, enforce something that is not for you to enforce like that, mm-hmm. you know, if the family really needs help, the children really need help, they're really yeah. doing bad. You can save them from peril, yeah, but don't just you know come show up because somebody over there said oh I heard yelling in the house or yeah. I saw the kid come out with no shoes on yeah. but that was that one time the child came out mm-hmm. with no shoes on to run to throw something in the trash or something and it's either the illusion of what you painted you know mm-hmm. is not what it, it is but that's what they come to run with you know yeah. dang this is an important call Why let's take a break let's do it, do it, do it. Oh, it's all yours for the rest of this conversation Check out your feed on Thursday when the second half lands. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, the nicest thing you can do in return is give us a good review on the podcast aggregator that you're currently using. If you want to contact us, you can do so at hollywoodfishbowl.com. For all things Swinky, check out swinkymusic.com.